Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus. I am your host. Happy Valentine's Day. We are here with our one and true love, Arsenal Football Club. We look ahead to the Leeds game. We will reflect on the Villa defeat and we will just have our usual Guna debate. These are four Gooners down the pub having a beer, having a chat. By Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Guys, welcome back to the show. I'm joined by Mem, Dan Potts, uh, who's everywhere, and uh, old man Hilsey. Um, Trev, looking more and more... You're looking more and more like Father Christmas every day, but we're loving that beard. We were saying beforehand, the beard is great. I've had a lockdown trim uh, this afternoon, which is, I cannot believe how much it's lifted my spirits. Uh, just getting rid I was like out here, Afro style. Uh, and you've seen the photos <laughs> in the WhatsApp group. Uh, and just have a trim and a fresh up. It just makes really good. Trev, you got to keep that beard. You, you're saying to me, you're getting rid of it. I think people in the chat should vote whether Trev keeps the beard or not. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, the, good the, shout. The beard goes. The beard goes after the game today. Oh. The beard goes Sorry. after the beard gets trimmed right short after the game today. So it's uh it's all over Red Rover boys. The missus won't be happy, but it's going. I don't care. I'm putting my foot down on Valentine's Day. Let she her hangs on to it, doesn't she? Mem, uh, you like me, uh, got hold of the Clippers. I think I was a little bit more conservative than yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd had enough of it last weekend, mate. So uh, I, I just, mate, I, I'm moving so much faster now, though, Ferg. I'm getting so much more done. I'm just that much sort of slicker and lighter. So, yeah, it, it was a good decision last weekend, mate. And Dan, just for you, fourth might still be on. I've kept <laughs> yeah. the Heineken. <laughs> How are you, Dan? I'm good, man. You gotta keep optimistic, man. Keep drinking it. Keep drinking it, and uh, yeah, don't really drink, good. don't drink, don't drink too much because silly things start coming out of your mouth, Fergus, when you drink too much of it. Like we can get top four, but uh, yeah, no, I'm good, thanks, man. Dan, that's only when he stands up. It's all out the other end, mate, and it's all too often. Up the Arsenal. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think that's a really good idea. Yes, Matthew yes. Barham. Great shout. It should go if we win 4-0. Otherwise, it stays. Jesus, he'll be dragging on the floor, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, you said we were gonna you said we were gonna do that. That would be no time. You always go 4-0, Arsenal. <laughs> well, of course I do, because I'm forever the optimist, Dan. I don't know, I'm forever the optimist. I don't care about the scores in our prediction league. I'm just an optimist, a hopeful optimist, a really, really hopeful optimist. Oh, <laughs> just give up. I like, guys, I, I like the term romantic optimist, Trev. <laughs> That's what I like. Oh, mate. See, I've been romantic today, right? I bought my missus uh, a, a, a Valentine room card from Ruth Beckart. Ruth watches this show. Ruth's lovely and her artwork's brilliant. And it was just a cannon, and it says uh, something like, I love you, can I take you up the Arsenal? Right, and so I brought it and said, give it to me, missus, this morning. Why ain't she happy? She's never happy, you know what I mean? Just, you just, oh, mean, I don't know. just mean get a battered burger and go take her up the Arsenal. Mm. That's all you mean, isn't it? 
Let's move on. Oh my lord! <laughs> oh my lord! Guys, listen. Uh, we we were going to do a midweek podcast um, for various reasons. I wasn't feeling it, uh, and I know some of the other guys weren't really feeling it. it this lockdown's really been difficult for lots of different reasons, and you know my personal stuff with like, my wife, who thankfully is really really coming on and getting getting much much better. But we didn't uh, touch on the Villa game. Um, I've got lots of notes on the Villa game, but we're gonna we're gonna fly through it, and then we'll look ahead to the Leeds game. Um, Dean Smith's uh, Aston Villa um, completed a top flight double over Arsenal for the first time in twenty years. Aubameyang came on for the last half hour. Uh, uh, Matt Ryan conceded the quickest goal since twenty fourteen uh, for Villa, uh, who is a self confessed Arsenal fan. I don't know how much you could have done about it. Martinez. Uh, Martinez, whatever way you want to say it, Martinez um, started the move that caused uh, uh, um, Dan. He's on the goalkeepers already. Dan, he's on the uh, goalkeepers <laughs> already. Leave it, Burgess. Leave it. Okay. Well, Trev, since you're so vocal, what did you what did you make of of that game? Oh, I don't think we should have sold Martinez. No. Anyway, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. Firstly, with the goal, the commentator on the telly actually said that Ryan could have done better, right? And, and I thought the goal, and I thought, the poor bloke, he's got no chance there, you know what I mean? He's took a deflection, left him flat on his backside. So that got me, that set me in a tone for more than watching. I was watching the game, and I was taking it all in, but I was listening to the commentators, and it was awful anti Arsenal again. I've got to get that in for starters. And it was one of our ex players. Who, who just didn't have a clue about what he's saying. But moving on to the game, right, I, I thought that, I, I did, I know you're all going to bite me head off, but I think, I didn't think we played that bad until we got up to our forwards. And then what's been our weakness over the last few weeks really showed in that, in that Alabama Yang's, for me, his mind's elsewhere. He's not been on it all season. And he's just not, he's, he's not looking anything like scoring any goals, you know. Uh, anywhere near enough goals, excuse me. Lacazette after any puffs, and I can't dislike Lacazette. He, he tries his heart out, but he doesn't score enough goals. You know, and Eddie, we've already tried, and he don't seem to be able to put the ball in the nets off. I honestly think that's where our main problem lies at the moment, with that very the one man we've been playing up front with the three behind. That's where our problem lies, and I'd love to see him try something different today. I know we're going to come on to that later, so I won't dwell on that too long, Fergus. But I thought our, our, our problem lies with the very front, man. I don't think we've got enough goals in us at the moment. I think Arteta should be looking very closely at that, mate. Other than that, I don't think we played too badly. We weren't sparkling. But taking into account where we've been and what we've been doing, if we'd have had a goal scorer, we probably would have won it 2-1. By the way, what was Cedric doing for that goal? Oh, what was he doing? Terrible. Not only did he make a bad pass, he turned his back on it, didn't he? Turned his back and didn't watch what was happening with the play. So, you know, have faith, boys. But, you know, it was one of them games when it, we, we lost to a mistake. We didn't have the firepower up front to, 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 to level it up. And uh, that was the end of it. That was the result. 1-0, we lose. Mem, uh, you were agreeing with uh, some of what yeah. Trev said there. I, I can't really disagree with too much of what Trev said. I, I, I personally thought in that game... What what I agree with more than anything is I, I think the team is crying out for a killer centre forward. Yeah, 
Um, I mentioned a young fella's name on the group uh, group WhatsApp this week. Um, young Harlan. Uh, we'll touch on that maybe later. But yeah, the team because goals changed games. But in that game, I thought we were second best throughout. I felt the Wolves match just before, even with like 10 and nine men, I just felt we still carried a threat. Um, we, we, we still look more gutsy. We seemed really flat against the Villa game. I thought Villa wanted it more. I thought they had all the top performers on the pitch. I thought their right back was really good. Young Cash, I thought, against Pepe. Um, it, it just felt like they just wanted it more. That's what I felt from that game. It just felt a real flat game. Uh, really disappointed with the performance, the result. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the team's crying out for a centre forward, someone that's going to maybe take one in two, one in three chances. We had a guy that used to do that, but he's misfiring somewhat for whatever reasons. And, and for all his good play, his link-up play, and I do like Lacazette too, um, he's not nearly clinical enough, is, is he? You know, no, he's no. not that guy that's just going to take the one chance when it comes his way. Um, yeah, that's what I felt from the Villa game. Uh, Dan, um, I, I listen, you're quite openly questioning Arteta uh, and some of his team selections, some of his tactics uh, with relation to the in relation to this game, uh, Trofer. Oh, um, Trofer comes along and says with Martinelli on the bench, uh, but he brings on William. Uh, what did you make of the game overall? And yeah, well, it's hard, <clears throat> it's hard, isn't it? Because the last few games I've actually started <laughs> to see a style of play, and it's extremely hard to continue that when 77 seconds into the game you're one nil down, your game plan kind of goes out the window, so to speak. But the lack of goals is a worry. Um, we've got the three most expensive Premier League players up front, and Arteta can't get him scoring. Um, I think Pepe, Aubameyang and Lacazette all cost more than the Agueros, Mane's, Salas of this world and none of them can score anywhere near uh, what they're doing in the Premier League at the moment. And that's a worry. Um, I don't know what Cedric or Holding are doing. I I'd love I'd love someone to explain what Cedric's doing with that back pass. He had a terrible game and got substituted, as Terry's just said in the chat. Um, and Rob Holding, I mean... I've tried to be nice. Everyone said he's the next Tony Adams. I, 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 what is he doing there? I don't get that. That is just a dreadful bit of defending. He's not. He's marking space instead of the man. One of the most lethal strikers at the moment in Ollie Watkins is standing there on his own to tap it in. The positives of the game was Matt Ryan. That's a definite upgrade on Runnison. Um, I think he had a great, great game. I, I think I gave him an eight out of ten, and everyone else got you know fives and fours and sixes. They're awful. Um, so I think for me, the, the disappointing thing was the lack of goals yet again. I thought Lacazette and Smith-Rowe were really poor, actually. Um, that's the worst I've seen Smith-Rowe for a while. I wasn't really in the game. Um, and the other thing that's frustrating is that Aston Villa did to Saka what Arsenal should have been doing to Grealish. But we haven't got the, we're too soft touch, aren't we? Um, so they're all over, all over Saka, kicking him to pieces and everyone's moaning. That's what we should be doing to Jack Grealish. But instead we've got Bellerin and Holding getting absolutely obliterated again. You know, they're, they're, they're not that right hand side is just not strong enough. If we want to move forward personally, um, Gabriel looked pretty rusty. I thought to start with, um, for the first maybe 10, 15, then he came into his own and I thought he was probably our most solid defender. If I'm honest with you, um, 
Gabriel for the first part of the season, I thought was a really good centre half. And then when COVID struck, it looked to me like he just couldn't get back into it. And then um, I thought he started to play well. So I hope that continues. And just lastly, the Willian thing. Why are we surprised? This manager doesn't rate Martinelli. Everyone thinks he does. He doesn't like him. Um, I actually thought it should have been Ceballos. Do, do, do you really on. think that? Do you really yeah, I do. That? The, the, the facts are there. The stats show it. Doesn't use him. Plays him against United. Brings him off at half-time. But, um, but is it not because his, his injury record, he, he's been quite injury... Why is he on uh, the bench? Injured. He's not fit. Why is he on the bench? Okay. That's my okay. thing. And, yeah, no, and no, people's, no, 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 you know... No. I don't know. I think you could argue that both ways, guys. Yeah. I don't know about him not rating him, Dan, but I, I think you could argue him... Okay, I rates Willian more. Rates, rates Willian higher. I was just about to say, mm. I 100% get you regarding Willian. He's been a massive disappointment, really poor, literally from the get-go, yeah? I, I can't answer you on that. I don't I, I don't understand. But I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he doesn't rate Martinelli. I think the injury element, it, it, it is an element in, 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 in the argument, to be fair. I'm a massive fan of his, and I'd have him in the team every single time if Same he's here. fit and well, yeah? But um, just just lastly, on that goal we conceded, I know Cedric made a Cedric Cedric made a really poor pass, yeah, where he could have easily just turned around and looked forward. Um, I don't think Gabriel was, I don't think he was anticipating it well enough. And then holding your hundred percent right, he was two yards off of um, uh, Watkins. He could have covered the space and been a yard, yard and a half closer to him. But he was also, I'm, I'm. I, I do like Rob Holding. Um, I, I, I think we should. I don't think we're done with him as of yet. But he was also. I felt he was out of position against the um, on the Wolves break. He he was just out of. He was in the wrong position. He was again two yards too close to Bellerin, which made a great big gap that enabled him <laughs> mem, to pass mem, the ball mem. through to. You, you just hit the nail on the head for me. He was too close to Bellerin. Is that because he's worried about Bellerin's defensive abilities, which I've always questioned? Who? Who? Who's holding. Too close to hold, hold, holding. I felt, I felt he was out. He was you're, you're out. You're all going to give me the oven in a minute, you I'll tell you now. <laughs> you, you're all going to give me the oven in a minute, you three. Right? Just, just, just listen to what you what you said, right? Now, Holding, I, I look at it the other way with Holding. I feel a bit sorry for Holding because your yeah, Holding's not near his man, right? Accept that. But Holding wasn't expecting that ball to come in like that. The last time Holding looks up, Cedric's got the ball, and Holding's probably thinking, I've got to get up the field here and support the midfield because this ball, the last thing Holding is expecting Cedric to do is give a fancy little pass to, to an Aston Villa forward. And probably by the time he's, he's looked up and seen what's happened, he's not going to get close to his man. So I have a bit of sympathy with Holding there. I, I just see it differently, you guys. Where I do agree with Dan, in particular, I agree with your whole highly, mate, is that Villa kicked Saka off the field. After Villa kicked Saka off the field, and you're right, we didn't think, even think about doing that to Greenish, didn't even think about it. And, and where that showed the difference to me is I think probably that was a bit of John Terry coaching coming in there. John Terry, I don't like the man. As a matter of fact, just the fact that I've said his name repulses me for reasons we all know about, so I'm not going to dwell on that. But there was definitely some kind of John Terry coaching going on there with, with, with him kicking Saka. And as for William, you, Mem, Dan, I agree. 
I agree. How does William get a look in in front of Martinelli? I, I, I'm hoping Dan's wrong. I'm hoping that Dan is getting it wrong when he says that Arteta doesn't fancy him. I really do hope you're getting it wrong, Dan, my son. I don't know if you are or if you aren't, but I, I can't work out how William gets on a field before Martinelli does. And finally, we've all said it, and just, just, just to finish what I'm saying here, what a funny old game football is, eh, boys? At the start of this season, who would have thought that the one position we'd be thinking we were in trouble with now was the forward, was the set of goal-scoring forward? We all thought we had that covered, didn't we? We all thought we had yeah. to change our defence. We all thought we, we had did. to change our midfield. We all thought we had to get spine down the pitch. We all thought we needed a bit more wide play. Stone the crows, we've got all that. And the only thing, we had to stop playing the forwards. We can't win it in a minute, can we, you know? So it's a funny, funny old game football. And uh, anyway, I can't say any more on it other than I agree with some of it. Disagree with the other bits of it. Hold him. I think you're a bit harsh on him, boys. A bit harsh. No, 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 Trev. I do like the lad. My point is, okay, as a top-class centre-half, you need to be anticipating all scenarios, yeah? And I do genuinely believe Cedric should have taken that ball round and spun round and looked forward because he had a little bit of time. He gave a poor ball to Gabriel, who didn't anticipate it well enough. And then, yeah, you're right, Rob Holding was on the back foot. But I, I just want my centre-halves, I just feel top, top-class defenders are alive and alert to all circumstances and situations. Listen, I'm hoping he's going to improve from it and build from this, yeah? That's what I'm hoping. But for a couple of Man, games, I just felt he was a little bit, just a little bit out of shape. Man, mm. listen, nice. I'm not going to argue with you too much because I don't want to mess up my free meal in your restaurant when we're allowed, right? But listen. <laughs> listen. No, he's, a, he's an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You know when Cedric had that ball? When Cedric had that ball. Yeah. Did you foresee him passing the ball straight no. to the opposition player? And did you also no. foresee him not only passing the ball to the opposition player, but turning his back and walking away on it? Did, I didn't foresee no. it. Did you? So how was no. Holding going to no. foresee it, mate? How could because Holding he's, foresee it? Because he's on the pitch and he has to be alive and alert to every eventuality, mate. He has to be. All right, we'll have to agree mm. to differ then, son. That's fine. Guys, let's... That's why let, I like the show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the Leeds game. Arsenal will be without Thomas Partey, who's had another uh, strained his hamstring during uh, last weekend's defeat to Villa. Kieran <sighs> Tierney remains sidelined with a leg injury, but goalkeeper Bird Leno and centre-back David Luiz are available after serving their red card bans. Leeds were monitoring Calvin Phillips, who came off on Monday in their win over Palace with a calf injury. And Oops. their coach... Uh, um, Marcello Bielsa, uh, Bielsa um, doesn't expect oh, oh. any of the members of the squad uh, to return. What are we expecting for this game? I'll start with you, Dan. What What are you expecting for this game? Leeds are uh, are not they're not a they're not an easy side to play at. They'll just come at us and at us and at us. Um, this could be a 10-0, it could be a 5-5, it could be a 1-0, it could be a 0-0, like it was back in November. Yeah, um, we'll go on to predictions in a bit. But I feel like, i tell you what, if we were doing this podcast live, it would be musical chairs. I don't, I don't know where, what square I'm, I'm supposed to be looking at. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking we were, that, Dan. 
Jesus Christ, Fergus. Yeah. Leave the button alone. <laughs> he can't stop playing Why with the buttons. you, button? <laughs> he knows how to push our buttons, does Fergus. <laughs> um, no, I think this is going to be a very hard game, mate. I like these. They're a lovely outfit. I think their manager's amazing, by the way. He's so, so cool. And the way that he does that kneeling down while he's concentrating, and he's like, I just think he's he's top. Um Leeds have got nothing special about them in terms of individual quality, but what they have got is a way of knowing how to be well drilled as a team. They don't stop running, mate. I think they've covered the most ground in the Premier League um, by far over, over any other side. So they're going to give us the runaround 100%. We're not going to have enough time on the ball to think about what we're doing. They're going to be at us. So we need to be coming out fast. We can't do what we did on the, uh, last weekend because we'll lose the game. If we're going to give goals away like that, um, then we ain't going to get three points, mate. Um, I actually feel like because we're struggling to score goals, I feel like we might actually cancel each other out, both teams. And I don't think it's going to be the 3-2 or the 5-5 that people are anticipating. I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game today. Um, uh, So they're a team I like Rafina. I think he's come into the mix and done really well now. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm a... I'm not a huge, huge fan of Patrick Bamford, but I can appreciate what he brings to Leeds and he's having a great, great season. I'm a huge fan of Calvin Phillips in the middle there. Um, And I think that they've got some players that can certainly hurt us, Leeds, without a doubt. Jack Harrison's coming into the mix again now. Um, So they're going to be a good outfit, Fergus, and it's going to be hard for us. They're well drilled and they're a team that I appreciate. And I do not... I'm not shocked by where Leeds are in the table, just put it that way, because I expected them to be there after the first couple of games that I saw them uh, against a good opposition. So I'm not shocked by that at all. Okay. Um, I'm going to just move us around in our proper positions and then I'm going to leave us all alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I quite like it. I just need to learn a little bit <laughs> off camera. Um, Trev, what are you expecting from today? Uh, you know, the last time Arsenal uh, hosted Leeds in the Premier League, we won 5 0. If that's the case, the beard goes clean shaven, the whole lot. Um, yeah. And that was back in 2004. The Gunners are unbeaten against Leeds in the past eight meetings in all competitions, uh, winning six and drawing two. Leeds have failed to score in each of the last mm. three matches. Oh. Arsenal. Um, <laughs> what do you make? Off the game, Jesus Christ! You do try, you do try me, don't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I do. <laughs> absolutely. Well, to be honest, with you, Fergus, the, the two thousand and four game doesn't doesn't even li- linger in my memory. What what does linger in my memory is the fact that that this Leeds team came to the Emirates in the FA Cup last season, and were very lucky. Un- were very very unlucky to go away defeated. They should have beat us, and they should have beat us comfortably. The first half of the FA Cup game at the Emirates last season, I don't know if you boys remember it, Leeds looked a very, very good side. Very good side indeed. So that, that that's the one that plays in my head more. As for the game today, I said it against Villa, Fergus, and, and it didn't happen. But it still applies, really. If, if, I still hope that Leeds play their open attacking football, which I'm sure they will, because that's the only way they know how to play, isn't it? Press, press, push, push. And I still think that we can play round teams like that. I still think that that's our best game. Um, we, we don't do it so well without Tierney. Um, but I still think that that's our best way of beating teams is, is to let them press onto us and then play the ball round them. Uh, I think we, I still think we do that very well. It excites me. And if we've got a forward on form, that, then that's we'll see the benefits of that. So, um, 
it will be an open game today, like Dan says. I can see Leeds coming at us. If they don't nick a lucky early goal like Villa did, I think we'll be all right. I really do think we'll be all right. I think, hopefully, if Arteta will have reminded these players this week who they play for and who they represent, and and we'll go, we'll go at Leeds and we'll grab a win. Mm. Up front, it's up front of one with Ferguson. I know we're going to move on to talk about team selection, well, right? I, 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 I was. I was gonna I was gonna say to Mem what I'm seeing on Twitter at the moment, uh, that there's no Pepe in the squad. They're talking about Abamyang possibly starting and Sabias possibly starting. How much would that fill you with happiness or dread? Um I think Dan summed up Leeds perfectly well. They're they're a wonderful team to watch. Yeah, they don't have any standout stars, but they've got an amazing manager and a and, and a fantastic system of playing, yeah. What I'm really pleased about is I think Arsenal and Leeds go back, yeah, Trev, go back a long, long way. We've had some amazing ding-dong battles over the years, yeah. Um, Absolutely. I fancy us us today. I'm glad they're back in the Premier League. I think they're a team that merits being there because of what they stand for and what they've done in the past. Um, I do fancy us today because of what what Trev said, yeah, and Dan, it will be an open game. I think that suits us to a degree. Do you you know that they've... They, so, do you know that they've, um, they've scored and conceded 22 goals away yeah, from yeah. home? This, but like Dan this, said, they just go at it, don't they, Ferg? They, they'll be going at it in the 95th or whatever minute it will be. They will be playing in exactly the same way, which is a criticism that people used to level at Arsenal not so many years ago, yeah, that we only knew how to just go for it or wanted to walk it into the net or anything. But and that aside, yeah, I do fancy us today. Um, Sabios is... Just so inconsistent. If he's, he's, he's either good or just not, really. Um, I'm really disappointed about Thomas Party because I do believe he's our best mid. He is our best central midfield player. But it seems as though the, mate, have you seen his injury record at Atletico Madrid? It was impeccable since he's come to us. No, it's as if he's made out of digest. It's as if he's made out of digestive biscuits or something. I, I don't get it. It's so frustrating, you know, because. I can see the quality that he brings to the team, but it's just—it's—isn't it just all? Isn't it just Arsenal to spend that amount of money on a footballer of such quality, and he just turns out to be injured all the time? It's, that's just very frustrating that he can't play. Um, who's the other one that's missing? You, 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 sorry, uh, I, I, the only—the only one I said that is possibly available. Oh, Pepe. Uh, missing is Pepe. Pepe, uh, Abamyang, and Sabias are talking about I, within the I, squad. I, I I think yeah I think he will play Aubameyang today. Um, as crazy as it sounds, I think Pepe on the left hand side has looked a completely different player. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. always been looking to cut in. He's been a little bit more direct. He's certainly working harder, but he doesn't hurt the opposition as much as a seventy-two million pound winger should. And he's another one that I find really frustrating. I, I, he has been better, but. Yeah. I, I, I start to question my allegiance to this great club of ours sometimes because there are so many what players in this squad. Uh, now, hang on. Let me finish before you jump I'm in. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's, so many, there's so many players in this club that I actually don't rate. I don't rate Bellerin. I don't even rate our first team keeper. I don't rate um, uh, oh, Pepe. No. Uh, you know, there's, 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 there's so many players in there that 
are not up to the quality that we expect as Arsenal fans. Um, and the price tags that are, that are on these players, Sabias, people are talking about 22 million to get Sabias in. I'd rather have a packet of crisps instead, if I'm honest. It, it, it's absolutely such a waste of money. Trev, do you want to come back at me? What, well, what's, why isn't Pepe in the squad for starters? I've not seen the squad, so I didn't know that Pepe wasn't available. It, it, the, the, squad, the squad's not up yet. I've just, I, I'm keeping an eye on Twitter to bring it up. And, oh, um, okay, mate. People... Okay, mate, yeah. Yeah, I see that. Mate, it, it, you're not wrong. I wouldn't personally, you know how I work. I wouldn't personally name the players like you did. That's what you do. I don't do it. I would say that after players in our club at the moment are probably not up to the standards we would want. I would Agreed. say that Agreed. we are improving. I would say we're better than we were. And and what I would also say is that the price tags on the players are not the players' fault. It's not the players' fault, Fergus, that they are valued at those prices. If, if, if someone coming off of me 10 times the money I earn now to go and do the job somewhere else, I wouldn't give a toss. I would be off like a shot. Yeah? And that's the plus one. And that, and that, is, that is half the problem with the game nowadays, actually. The fact that it's all about the money for the players. It's not necessarily about the passion for the football club they play for. So you are right away, Fergus. I can't disagree with you, my son, unfortunately, because I'd like to, but I can't. But what, what I will say is that I wouldn't have made the players like that. I would have just I would have just said, you know, there's some players in our club. Just, just before uh, to be, I go, to be honest, just... Trev, I, I, I stopped naming them before I got to any others because you have got William in there, uh, and, and and others that I, I, I could name. But yeah, go on, carry on. There you go. No, just, just, just made me smile. Just what Mem said, um, and so I just wanted to make a mention of it. If anybody wants to watch something on YouTube for a couple of minutes and wants to know about the history of between Arsenal and Leeds and how it really started, really one of the first kickoffs with what was a bad blood. Just go on YouTube and put in uh, Gary Sprake punching Bobby Gould. Yeah, it's an old black and white film of, of an Arsenal game feed Leeds. And uh, Gary Sprake, the lead goalkeeper, absolutely lumps, lumps Bobby Gould with a right-hander, puts him on the deck, and don't even get booked for it. Don't even get booked <laughs> for it. That's the way the game was. Just just YouTube it if you want to have a giggle and see how the game was played. Mind you... Go on, sorry. Mind you, Trev, and, and I know me and you are hogging the, 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 the space for the minute, but we talked about this yesterday because you made a, a point in a comment and the team news will be out any second. Now. Actually, we'll save that till afterwards. It was about your thing about uh, being fed up with um, the okay. players right. uh, and the officials and stuff like that. The team news is out any second now. I'm just waiting on it to come up on my screen. Anybody yeah, want to read it? Out. Nice. Just see yeah. it out. Other guards in. Smith Rosen, Saka, and Sabias, Sir Ferg. Yeah, it's my Twitter feed is so bloody slow, it's unreal. You know that. Yeah, uh, let's see if I can get it. Wow. Dan, what you, have you seen the team yet? Um it's what are you, you just just uh yeah, I've just got it up now. Do you want me to read it out? That's yeah, far away. Yeah, sure, uh, Leno, <laughs> Leno's in goal, Bellerin's at right back. The two centre-halves are David Luiz and Gabriel. The left-back is Cedric. We've got Ceballos and Granit Xhaka in midfield. With Saka, Erdegaard and Smith-Rowe behind Aubameyang. On the bench, we have Matt Ryan, Callum Chambers, Rob Holding, Pablo Marie, Mohamed Elneny, Willian, Pepe, Martinelli and Lacazette. Hmm. 
Uh, it sounds a great side. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get it up on the screen so we can share it with everybody. But we'll just wait. It, it sounds it's. He's only got one. I mean, only Xhaka in there really, who is that? That may have a little bit of a defensive mindset. But you've got quite a lot of young, attacking, attack-minded um, young lads in there, haven't we? Odegaard yes. with Smithrow. Hmm. I think there was, be, I think there was that's a right, wasn't it? Odegaard I mean, would be on the right, wouldn't he? Is that right? Saka, yeah. le Saka left, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was there was a, there was a de de debate down about yeah Smithrow and Odegaard playing together, or whether they could or not. I, I do remember reading something about the two lads, but. I'm really looking forward to seeing this young. Uh, he's Norwegian, isn't he? I'm really looking forward to seeing this young lad play because there's been a lot of noise about him. So, yeah, it's time to see um, some action, see what he can do. And David Luiz makes the sign again. Yeah, it's a pretty strong I team. I must oh, admit. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind Odegaard, Smithrow, and uh, mm. and Saka in that three behind forward. But uh, we'll be all right if, if Alba fires. If Alba fires, we're a different side, boys. I'm telling you now. If Alba fires, we're a different side. I'm not sure about Louise and Gabriel. I'm not. I, I prefer Marley and I prefer Holding. If I'm honest, so I'm not sure about that. But it looks a strong side, doesn't it? It looks a strong mm. side. Alba and the side we the, the side we face is uh, this one. It's Messlinger, Ailing, Cooper. Ooh. Christ, uh, yes, uh, yeah. somebody else. Yeah, I love, I love Jack Harris. He's a city player, any boys? That Jack Harrison, mate, he's oh, he's mustered the boys. I just think he's got such a bright future. Yeah, left foot, right foot, he just goes for it, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but he'll be today, man. Oh, he is rubbish today. Hopefully, he's rubbish today. Yeah, yeah no, nah, we're winning today. Good. We're winning today. We're winning I think today, when, mate. when you look at that, that's stronger than I thought we'd be. I thought we'd rotate a bit because for me, Thursday night is a lot more important than this. But um, yeah, listen, yeah. he's gone with a good side. So it's Thursday night, and I'm not trying to get Here into we it go. too much. But Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Thursday night more important than trying to get. Who's, who's going first? We are the champions. Dan, fourth is still possible. I know you don't really think it is, but it is still possible. Okay. This league is so, so, so unpredictable. Berg, I know what Dan thinks. Yeah. <laughs> I know what Dan thinks, but. Let him say I'm, it. I'm, Go on in, Dan. You go first, mate. Go on. <laughs> Fourth is still possible. If Crystal Palace, Leeds, Wolves, Everton, West Ham, Spurs, Liverpool, Manchester United, Leicester. Uh, who else have I missed? Chelsea, uh, mate. Chelsea, Chelsea, mate. If they all lose four games and we win those four games, then we might sneak fourth. See, um, exactly. So if those 12 teams lose and we win, then yeah, maybe. But it's very unlikely. I think. Dan, did you mention Leicester? Did you mention yeah, Leicester? Yeah, I mentioned Taylor? Leicester. I mentioned oh, that's Leicester. All right, son. That's all right. Son. So, land and sea, Trev. Land and we, sea. If, oh, if it was the other way around and we had twenty-one games played, then I might agree with you. But we played more than everyone, and we're still rubbish. We're still about what are we? Not, I mean, nine points off top four. Is it eleven? I don't know. And they've all got to play more games or whatever. So, we're, I don't think nine, that is possible. 
Nine points off a top four, having played the same amount of game. No, we've got a game in hand on Liverpool, to be fair. They've played 24. Right. So you've got, but then you've got Everton and Villa who have got two games ahead of us who can go third and fourth. Who have to play each other. They've got to play each yeah. other. Okay. Oh, that's it then. Top four's on. Seriously, I don't think top four. I think top four is no. too far for us yeah, now. No, I think we blew, we blew that against Palace. We blew that against Wolves. Wolves and Villa. Yeah. 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 We, we, we've blown it, I, I yeah. do believe. But I would still, as long yeah. as it's mathematically possible, I would still have some sort of belief we can get there. I feel less... Um, confident about coming up coming up against a side like Benfica. I think Benfica mm. are, are are more superior than us at this moment in time. They are. But do you know but do you know why I think we've got more chance of winning them? Because it's it's a cup competition which we prove we can go in. We are inconsistent in the league. We are rubbish. Which which is why we have got no hope in hell of, of top four because everyone's poor this season but Arsenal are poorer. So yeah. I think that that's what you've got to look at over the consider. And look at the games we've got coming up, man. Leeds today, everyone thinks is an easy game. No, it ain't for one. Then we've got Man City. Then we've got Leicester. Then we've got Burnley. Then we've got Spurs. Then we've got West Ham. Then we've got Liverpool. You think who those says, seven games, we're going to have a says, great, great... Who says to you there's easy games in the Premier League, mate? They're off their head. Exactly. There ain't, exactly. There ain't no easy games in the Premier League. None at all. No, yeah, none at all. That's this why has I been a right weird cup, season, though. Uh, man. That's why yeah, I fancy it's more in the cup. I, I, you're 100% right, yeah? You are 100% right. The only thing about the Europa League, mate, it's not a one-off game. It's two legs. And then European, there's some cracking sides left in that tournament still. And, and I I just don't think we're good enough to, to go all the way. And, I mean, we went there Neither all the way. way but I think we've got to go. I think we've got more chance. That's what I'm saying. I don't think we're going to win it. No chance. Up until the Wolves and the uh, uh, Wolves and the Villa game, I, I thought we had some really good momentum. And had we taken points from those two games, I think we'd have had an outside shot at top four. I don't think we can get top four now, Ferg. Um, all I want from this season is to finish above Spurs. Uh, whether that's with a Europa League position or without, I'm not too bothered. I just want to... It'll be the first... Is it four years on the trot? Four or five years on the trot now they've been finishing on top of us? I liked it the other way when it was 20, 21, 22 years when we were on top of them, yeah? And, like, quite recently, I'll share this with you guys because I couldn't say it a few weeks ago. My uncle passed away quite recently, who was an utterly devoted Spurs fan, tried to convert me and all of that when I was a young lad. Are you yeah? really, are, are you really going to do really admit this? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Hear this one out, right, lads. Hear this one. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Full, scre okay. full screen moment. No, no, third, don't. <laughs> Just don't, yeah? And... Um, it, it, it really upset me. Um, it, it really, really did. I was really down. I still am down about it. I think about him all the time. Yeah, he was a top bloke. You guys would have loved the banter. Yeah, <laughs> diehard Spurs fan, mate. I tell you, one day we'll get together. I'll tell you some of the stories. But I've just felt the need. I never watched Spurs. They never hit my TV. No interviews. Fast forward. Never. None of it. Just lately, I've just felt a compelling urge. Just, just as a sort of in his memory, just to watch them and follow them. And I've been talking to him and stuff like that. I kid you not, lads. I've watched their last six games. I never watched them. Never, ever. They've only won one of their last... They've only won one of their last six games. Keep watching them, Keep watching them, son. I don't know. Keep watching them, son. I, I don't know how I even got onto this, really. I don't know what we were talking Mems about. My dad's at it all the time. Ferg, I've been buying flags and sticking Spurs flags around his grave. And Scott, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. 
And, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how I got onto this, but I just want to finish on top of Spurs this season. I think I don't think that's a, a big ask in this topsy turvy season. If we can get a result today, we get that much closer to them. And and that's what I want from this year. But next year, um, yeah, the, the jury's properly out on everything that Mikel's doing, and I hope things are going to be significantly so, better. So, so you were very, very, very uh, pro Mikel when he was appointed. You went still so passionate, so passionately to me. You said, "I think he's our man," and you're saying he still still, still is. Yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm. Pro Arteta currently. Um, I have got in my head a timeline where I want to see um, progress and the, the the fruits of this project. Where's yours? Yeah, it's it's next season. Next season, okay. Next season, we need to be performing consistently with without seven games without a win. This is the Arsenal we're talking about. Seven matches without a win, having the double over us by Villa. Burnley beating us at home for the first time in 40-odd years. Yeah, no, the patience is... It's not running thin. It's just some of his decisions. And I know he's shifting through a hell of a lot of crap. And that's why, it for me, it will be next season. So it's mm. next season is the answer, Ferg, to me. Next season. Trev, Trev, um, I always admire and appreciate how your uh, undying support of Arsenal is you won't even name a player even though privately you might do you wouldn't on here you wouldn't where where are you with this topic and Dan you know this is coming to you um well, <laughs> where are you on this topic we well, see the way I the, the way I am Fergus the, the, the way I am whoever's Arsenal manager gets my support right like him or dislike him agree with him or disagree with him they they manage in my football team, my football team, so they're going to get my support, right? They've all done things that confuse me. They've all done things that privately, I might say to you boys, what's going on, right? But they all get my support. So right at this very moment in time, Mikel Arteta is the manager, and he get my support. I don't necessarily with everything he's done recently. I'll even name a couple of things. I think that he, he undervalued the FA Cup. I'm very disappointed that he undervalued the FA. Cup. I'm also very disappointed that that one of the players that we mentioned earlier gets a game before some of our younger lads because he's not contributing anything in my view. But as Matt just said, you've got to give him a bit of time. Bear with him. Once again, you know, Arsenal chose him as their manager. He's inexperienced, maybe too inexperienced to manage our great club. But that's what we've got. So that's why that's what I'm living with. That's what I'm putting up with. And for me, Mikel Arteta is the man, and he'll stay the man for the foreseeable future in my eyes. Okay. Well where, said. Where, where, where I am on this situation is, and I've said it in our WhatsApp chats, he's got till December this, uh, this year, 2021. He will have had three transfer windows. He will have had the opportunity to get rid of the deadwood. He has already brought in part of the spine he's trying to build in the sense of Gabriel Mari, um party uh and he will bring in probably two or three players maybe in the summer um i know not all of that is under his control uh i don't particularly think that edu is the right man to be at the helm at the top of recruitment um but he has got till december he's three windows um a, a 
a complete season and two half a seasons. And at that point, he would have no excuses, and then 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 we'd have to go from there. Dan, I know you you and and judges as well um, are, are have got a shorter fuse than that uh, for Mikel. Yeah, I have because um, Trev's absolutely right. You get behind the Arsenal manager, but I can only look at what I'm seeing on the pitch. I don't, I don't really care what Arteta does in five years' time or what he's previously done. I care about what's happening at the moment, and I look at this situation that we find ourselves in. And after the Fulham game, where we beat them 3-0 and looked comfortable, if I would have said we were going to be 11th in February and we were going to be out of both competitions domestically, I would have said personally, well, he's not the man. We need someone else to go. And I'm sure nobody would have sat here and said, 11th place, what's wrong with that? That's about right then. No. It's not about right. These players are better than 11th. I don't care. And people can say that he's doing great with a bad bunch. Well, he's bought loads of players. This is what people I don't get. But he's bought players into this squad. So, And he can't get them performing. So I'm having doubts over him. I only want him out if we're going to get an experienced head. I don't think we're going to get an experienced head. I think we're stuck with this guy. Um, and I don't think he's going to last much longer than the, uh, in the in the next season that we have. I think, like you say, for November time, we're not going to be near top four again and he'll get sacked. That's what, honestly what I believe. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we start turning it around and we go on an amazing I, I, run. But I, I don't honestly think hope. That, yeah. Come on. I don't think, that's right. I don't think I've seen enough to think, wow, this guy, look at what he's doing. Unbelievable job with what he's got. And I just don't see that. You know, he beat Chelsea and Manchester City in the FA Cup. And we all ordered him for it. And rightly so, because we went on a brilliant run there. And since then, I've seen so many mistakes from an inexperienced manager. And I don't like seeing the same mistakes from an inexperienced manager. I like him to learn. And he's not learning because he's still bringing Willian on every game. We see, we'll see him again today. We'll see him again. He'll come on instead of Martinelli or instead of, you know, somebody that we want to see. He'll come on. We've seen so many bad decisions from him and it frustrates the hell out of me. And I will say this. I personally believe that Unai Emery had a worse squad than this. Because if you're telling me that Kalasanach and Monreal is better than Tierney and that Granit Xhaka and El Nenny is better than Party, and that Koscielny and Mustafi is better than Gabriel or Marie, then you're buzzing. These players are better now and they're worse on the pitch. That's what I'm seeing. Dan, can I just say one thing about him bringing on, in players? One, yeah? one, one second, right. one second, man. Uh, the mix comments in the in the chat. Uh, Julian Tree says disagrees. Uh, there's massive work to, uh, that needs to be done. He's been fighting fires all over the place with senior players in the squads, which are the ones you're talking about, Dan. Mem, go ahead with your comments. Dan, Dan's right. Some of the decision making, yeah, it, it does leave you scratching your head. But mate. When you go and spend £45 million on a guy that you're going to build your midfield around and he's built like a biscuit and he can't play games, that is not in his control, is it? When you say he's bringing in, he's brought in loads of players, when I look at the likes of City, Chelsea, Chelsea spent how many million this summer? We're not shopping at that end of the market. We're trying to pick, I mean, £27 million for Gabriel, I think was a decent amount of money. He's nowhere near the finished article as of yet. And I'm with you when you say I'm not interested in five years' time. That's why I said next year I need to see something more. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think everything's sort of gone his way in terms of the transfers. Um, 
even Tierney getting injured now. I know injuries are a part of the part past part and parcel of the game, but I I agree with you to a degree. I just don't think so. I think there's certain players that have still let him down this season. Without naming too many and names. The, and the players that are letting him down is like Kaiser's here, Chaka, Bellerin, Lacazette, he holding. He wants all these players. He likes them all because they apparently they're all having good seasons. And he is giving them long term contracts. He's begged Chaka to stay. He gave Holding a long term deal. Bellerin was his lodger and his roommate. He absolutely loves him. So we're not going to see these players out the door. People think they're going to get upgraded. They are in the team. They are the ones that he wants to keep here. And I don't think they're good enough because they haven't been for five years. So that's what I'm seeing is him trusting these and have loyalty for Arsene Wenger players. And I don't see enough on the pitch, personally, for him to do it. I, I honestly believe as well, you know, you say like that he needs the, the summer window and all that. Absolutely. 100%. We need to bring more players in. And I would agree with that. But the only thing I'm seeing him do right is stuff off the pitch because I think the recruitment has been better with him and Edu. So that's something off the pitch. And I think that he's clearing out the dead wood, which is something that professionals couldn't do. So a novice is taking a novice to do that, right? So I'm totally with you there. I think clearing out the dead wood's brilliant and bringing him. But just one thing for one sec, Ferg. But what we're seeing on the pitch is a shambles. And that's what he's responsible how, for. How, how how could you change that? Could you bring in somebody like, I, I know people have been talking about Wenger and stuff like that, which is absolute rubbish, but could you bring in somebody more experienced to be his number two alongside him? Because Steve Round just seems to be nodding and go, yes. I think he does need some help because he's inexperienced, 100%. He's a novice, 100%. Um, he will need some help. But there's no point bringing in all these players if what we're seeing on the pitch is not, Right. And I don't see enough from Mikel Arteta on the pitch to excite me at all. I don't but, see but, it. But, I just don't see but, it. OK, OK, I, I get that. And Trev, you can come in in a minute, too, as well. But if you look at how we were under Emery and under Wenger um, defensively, we were atrocious. Wenger yeah, but we, we scored defend, goals. For, def- we yeah, we, we, we might have lost 3-2, I, I but we also won 3-2. Now we're yeah, not but, conceding, but we're losing 1-0. <laughs> Well, we're winning season, 1-0. Last, last it's season, Aubameyang was scoring 20 goals in the season in the league. He's now only scored five. So I, I, I'm i just honestly confused. Trev? Yeah, well, you've hit the nail on the with Aubameyang. I'll, I'll, I'll stick on Aubameyang if I can while we're on it. Focus in that. Yeah, as I said just now, some of the things Arteta done have confused me a little. But he's certainly not done anything to upset Aubameyang, I don't think. He's made him clock captain. He's given him the armband. He's given him responsibility. He's made him a leader. Um, he's played him regularly. I think he's highly likely that he's playing him in whatever position he wants to be playing him. And for some reason, Aubameyang has stopped scoring goals. I still hope in the back of my head somewhere that it's just a, a, a long, bad run, something that all strikers suffer with in their careers. But I still... What's really worried me is the fact that he's just had two or three weeks off for family reasons. And I think it's that been something that's been going on for a long time. And should he be back in the side now? Should he just say, right, Aubameyang, go away and sort it completely? And when, you, when your head's right, when you're when the first thing on your mind is scoring, putting the ball in the back of the net for Arsenal, not probably you've got at home, then come back then. When, when scoring goals at Arsenal is the, is the one thing you've got in your red, mate. Come back and score goals for us. Until then, sort mm. everything else out, mate. And I don't mean that in a bad way to Aubameyang. I mean that in a supportive way to Aubameyang, yeah. And I'll tell you why, Fergus. And, I, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just go off of the players for a moment, Fergus, because you didn't know this was coming, mate. But I owe you a thank you this week, Dan. Mem, you don't know this, right? 
But for some reason on this week, right, this week I've been on a right downer, right? I think I, think I shouldn't have done because there's been people in much worse positions than me. That should be down. But I was, I was on such a downer this week. I was to do with lockdown, not seeing me kids, not seeing me grandkids, me, me health's not the best, blah, 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 blah. And I was on my ass. And Fergus found out about this, you know, and this is the point I'm making. Fergus gave me a phone call this week for no reason. Just phone me up. Didn't mention that he thought I might be feeling down. We just had a chat for an hour about things in general. And do you know That's what, boys? This is the point I'm making, right? That that chat was the best thing that could have happened to me. Just lifted me for the rest of the week, you know? And uh, so if, if you've got any mates that you think might be feeling down or, or anyone's feeling a bit low, just give them a phone call and have a chat. You know what I mean? I ended up going on Twitter. I ended up going on Twitter and taking it all out on football, me. I don't know if you've seen my Twitter this week, but players, referees, the lot of them have had it. I've been all at them because I was just on a down and stuff. Take it out on them. They, they, you know, they can have it. Apart from the one person that came on Twitter and uh, thought it, some know-it-all ex-cricketer or something and said, uh, this bloke, was he even going to games in the 80s? Well, if you have to be watching, mate, yeah, actually, I was going to games in the 70s, 80s, 90s, yeah. 90s. 10s and 20s. So take you. And take that was on the, that was on the 1800s. <laughs> and, and do you know what, Fergus? This book, the keyboard warrior, was another one of them faceless ones. No picture on his profile. Decided he was going to have a little bit of a pop, but nothing to back it up with. But what, what I'm saying is, boys, if I get down, someone, oh, my glasses always are full. And I got down this week. So just keep your eye out for your mates, yeah? And although he does me head in at times, well, he does me head in most of the time. That's what Fergus did, right? Give someone a phone call and have a chat for 10 minutes and lighten their load, lighten their day, yeah? Sorry, Fergus, I have to say that, mate, because I do appreciate it, even though you're well, not. Well, 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 well said, mate, honestly, It's absolutely well said. I know we've, we, we, we are coming to the end of the podcast and we normally do get a bit deep and... Uh, uh, and um, I don't know what the right word is, but we we do get a bit more deep at, at the end of it. Uh, guys, um, predictions on today's game. Trev, I'll go with you first as you take a deep breath in. 4-0! <laughs> the beard goes, and we'll get you live on Facebook here as well. Dan, what are you going for? Uh, Ferg, you said it could be 5-0, 5-5 or 0-0. I think they will end up cancelling each other out. I think everyone's expecting there to be goals galore. Um, I'm going for a 0-0 draw, mate. Mem? I think we're going to win 3-1 and I think the Bama Yang is going to get a brace today. I and I've gone, right. for... I've gone for... I've gone for So do I, mate. So do I, uh... mate. <laughs> so do I. I can, I can just see goals absolutely everywhere. Terry has gone for four two. That won't get rid of the beard though, mate. That's the only problem. Four nil. We need a four nil. Um, we've got uh, uh, Kojobo Berlin. Guten Abend. Um, uh, he's gone for a one nil. See, did you see that multilingual me? Multilingual. I speak English. Yeah. I've, noticed, <laughs> I've, no I've noticed that about you, Ferg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've got lots of talent i've got lots of talents <laughs> guys um for people in the chat if you do want to go over to our youtube channel if you're uh what we got we got 25 of you looking at us live right now uh 14 of you are on youtube click the subscribe button uh the guys in facebook and who've jumped in and jumped out if you go onto our youtube channel 
If guns and yellow ribbons, please click the subscribe button. We're trying to get to a thousand. Um, we're on 436 after my last push on on various socials this week. Um, so we're not not a huge way away, but we'd like to at least get the halfway point by the by the end of this week. Um, yeah. Because once we get to a thousand, old man Trev and and myself and Dan and maybe even Mem, and we can meet in a pub when the pub's yeah, yeah. open again, and we can do this from my mobile phone. It doesn't let you to go. You have to tether and wi-fi and all that but it, it, that's just what we're trying to do we're not here we, we are it is Fergus, 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 wait a minute Fergus, wait a minute Berlin, hang on a, a, hang on a second Fergus, Berlin is wait a minute. thank you Cobra. Fergus stop it a minute stop it listen <laughs> you've got to ask people to subscribe nicely right not just tell them to subscribe nicely if they look at you free, they may not want to subscribe on YouTube, right? <laughs> but if they look at me, right, the old man, just go over to YouTube and subscribe. We, don't, go. we don't make money or nothing. If Fergus ever says to me, ever, ever says to me that we're going to make money out of this podcast, you won't see this ugly bearded mug again. Because the only reason I... I forget people are actually watching. I've come on here to talk about my beloved Arsenal. And the fact that people want to watch us or listen to us is an added bonus. And I thank you very much for that. But even if you don't want to watch us, tell all your mates, tell all your friends, pop on YouTube, hit the subscribe button for us, do us a favour, get us up to a thousand. Because not only does that mean we can do other things, right, with YouTube, we can also stop Fergus waffling on and on and on and on about <laughs> it, right? So please, just go and press that button. <laughs> say, say, say subscribe to us and i tell you what you get to see me on full screen more often you don't have to look at the other three ugly buggers right so yeah <laughs> so do us a favor help us out <laughs> right guys oh, um, thank you dan thank you mem thank you trev uh, and thank you everybody in the chat it, it it's been it's been really good i enjoyed this uh it, it it's been brilliant i will still harp on about the same thing that i do every week now um covid19 as you know it came very 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 close to me mem as well as you said about your uncle um yeah. and 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 many of us friends of mine have come down with it my wife was really really ill with it um you know we can go on and on, but just obey the rules, do what you're told, behave. Uh, updating the wife, she's doing brilliant. Uh, but thank you, guys. Uh, you have been watching Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Uh, if you like us, uh, you know, click that subscribe. See you later. Up the arse. Up the Arsenal. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.